salutations on today's very special episode of Football's Finest. Seth defends his honor, and Easton goes berserk. or installment, as you, some people might say, of the football's finest with Easton and Seth. So, how'd, how'd your first week go, fantasy football? I got the win. Um, I was by far the worst 1-0 team on the board. I only put up 113 points, so I'm in fifth. Garrick put up 144 and lost. Yeah, that's... Tough luck. Um, he kind of ran into a buzzsaw against Zach this week. Yeah, that was... I would have loved to put up 144 points this week. I, <laughs> if there's ever been a time I needed my team to come through for me, and they didn't, it was week one. After the week one podcast, I was I had high, high hopes for my team, and they crashed and burned. It all started with freaking, uh, oh, Tyree Kill. What's up with that? That's, yeah. that's parlors where my team looks so bad. He got hurt in the first quarter, gives gets me three points on two catches and yeah I was expecting him to beat him and Michael Thomas were going to be on bell cows this year that turned out pretty bad pretty quick he so. told his fiance and kid to, to be scared of him I know so now his owners are scared <laughs> yeah I'm terrified at least at least he succeeded so yeah I I pounded the uh, waiver wires pretty tough this week so um, so before we get too deep into the fantasy talk uh, do we want to give up a little update on week one? Who's on the hot seat starting out? Coaching wise? Yeah, coaching wise. Yeah, I think Jay Gruden is still on the hot seat. Yeah. They lost again. Yeah. The Deadskins are terrible. Uh, they lost again. I think that Dan Quinn for the Falcons moved up yeah, significantly on that list that. after a pretty bad loss. They've looked horrible for since the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's in trouble. He's in a lot of trouble. I think that. Mike Tomlin didn't help his case by a horrible blowout loss to the Patriots. No, I guess the one thing he could say in his defense was, uh, actually, there is no defense for it. I, yeah, he's they were playing the Patriots. I'm not necessarily saying he's a bad coach. I'm just saying that he's time, in trouble. His because, time might be up in Pittsburgh because he was just wanting to get rid of AB and Le'Veon, and he's got rid of them. And if he can't right the ship now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it will be in our see. The Patriots did look pretty tough, so they play the Seahawks this week, and the Bengals torched them. They lost still, but I think if they're going to get back on track, they've got a good opportunity this week. So, uh, But, yeah, Mike Tomlin, definitely in the hot seat. Another one, Ron Rivera. Yeah. I know they were playing a, they were playing the Rams, so it was a little bit tougher opponent, but they're, they've still got work to be done. I mean, they're riding Christian McCaffrey, but Cam's looked – anemic out there. Cam's hurt. Yeah, he is. That shoulder's never going to be the same. No. He can't He can't throw the ball downfield. They, yeah. What they attempt? One pass or no passes over 20 yards? I don't even know. It's one of the two. Yeah. They, it was. He can't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, they don't trust his arm anymore. Um, now, they can ride the ship this week. They play Tampa tomorrow night, so 
they've definitely got a, a reset button they could hit there and at least get back to zero and zero on the year. But yeah, that's a battle of two yeah. stand-up citizens yeah. and at quarterback <laughs> between Cam and Jameis. But yeah, and then I also got Doug Marone on there. I just I don't see him doing much, especially now that Nick Foles is out for who knows how I don't know how long Carl, collarbone sets you out. It's at least a eight to ten week injury, I would think. Yeah. I mean, and on, it's on his throwing shoulders. So. Who's starting there right now? G Minshew, baby. G Minshew. <laughs> G Minshew. Gotcha. Gardner. The Wazoo <laughs> product. We'll just call him G. G, yeah. We're, we're going to call him <laughs> G. Um, but, yeah. More on my team. I talked a lot of trash this week. I'm sorry about that. I was confident in my team. I'm still confident in my ability. So, it's week one. A lot of people overreact after week one. I'm not going to overreact too bad. Had to do a little finagling on the waiver wire to get my team where I want it. Um, but I'm going to test some new things out. Whenever you have a bad week, you gotta you got to shake it up and razzle-dazzle them. So, uh, so yeah, I'm looking, up, looking ahead to a good week. I'm not going to listen to any of the haters, whatever they might say. Uh, I still think I'm one of the better owners in the league. Last week didn't show it, but Caleb was Caleb and I were together last night, and he was him and him and uh, Sean were looking up fantasy league history, and they were giving you a hard time because two straight years you squeaked in as the sixth seed with with five, with five hundred records. Okay, that was <laughs> uh, let's see, when was that? I gotta think a minute. So last year I was the two seed going to the playoffs. That was pretty yeah. good last year. Yeah, you went to the semis last year. Yeah, um, but yeah, the year before I wasn't great, but I still made the playoffs. That's all about getting in. Nobody, nobody bats an eye whenever the Ravens squeak in at nine and seven. They're still in the playoffs though, and there's still somebody that people got to take seriously. So, so yeah, um, I don't want to hear it from the peanut gallery. That's all I got to say. And uh, if you got anything to say, you can say it to my face. But, Those uh, two guys are good. They have two good teams. They do, but Scott's been bad until last year. So <laughs> tell him to keep up some sustained excellence. Then he come talk to me. But anyways, let's move on to a start them, sit them, cut them. I think you started with the quarterbacks, and I'm going to start the running backs. So if you stay tuned for next week, we'll have the wide receivers and tight ends coming for you. So that'll. I think I'm going to like the segment. So, uh, who do you got as your quarterbacks? Started, set them, cut. Well, last week, as one of my sleepers, I threw out Lamar Jackson, and I could tell that okay. wasn't really a popular pick. He went for 39 this week. It's People are just going to be riding the, whoever's playing the Dolphins now. It's mm-hmm. like last year, whoever played, I can't remember, who was the bad team last year? You, you wanted your defense against them. Who was it? Yeah. What the Cardinals was it? I mean, the Bills are always a good, always That's a good true. pick for that. I mean, the Dolphins are still always a good pick for that. Yeah. But um, so my so anyway, I had Lamar Jackson. So this week, Lamar Jackson playing against the Arizona Cardinals. I kind of like him to start this week and, and okay. see if he can keep that up. I uh, he's got weapons. He does. He's got weapons. He's got a Hollywood. he's got a great tight end. He's got a Marky lightning Mark. fast receiver. Um, I just think he's he's got some weapons, and that's going to contribute to him being able to put up points and be effective. He's a very effective rusher. So oh, I, think, yeah. I think that all around is going to give him like Russell Wilson that went through some times where he would score, had a couple years where he would score a ton of points, mm-hmm. and you know he 
it's because that 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 arm and and running capabilities mixed together really serve those guys well and oh, make yeah. them where they can put up points. So I got Lamar Jackson as my stardom. Sit him. I have a quarterback of the Chicago Bears. I'm not sure if they brought all their guys, but Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I don't think after watching that against the Packers, anybody should have any confidence to start him. Uh, not at all. So I'm not saying cut him. I'm saying put him on your bench if you have if you have somebody who's equal to him. Or 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 even a little bit less, I would yeah. say. Put him on your bench. Give somebody else a shot. And if Trubisky makes a comeback, then you can think about putting him in. But definitely sit him this week. And my cut him. I think if you have Jameis Winston on your team at Caleb Brown, it's time to think about <laughs> cutting him because I can't think that that performance. Only Trubisky really compared to to that colossal failure. I I can't. Jameis Winston just just doesn't have it. What makes uh, it worse is he drafted Jameis. Did draft James like, Winston? He he thought he was going to take what a what's he in seventh year, sixth year? Nobody takes a six year jump. <laughs> yeah, understand. that was that was a questionable. Usually, a pretty reliable owner. Caleb knows his stuff, yeah. but I was questioning the Jameis move. That could have been the head scratcher of the week. Yeah, it could have been James. Anyway, Jameis Winston. If you have any other options, yeah, cut him or at the very least bench him. Pick twelve, Jameis. Those are my QBs. Okay, well, for my running backs. I'll give you the three first. We've got Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, and Leonard Fournette. So, obvious one. I like, I'm going to start Mark Ingram. I think a lot – people usually get turned off with Baltimore skill guys because that was mainly in the Joe Flacco era. They didn't score much. So, it's like you couldn't really count on anybody, especially after Ray Rice uh, had his, his incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, I think you can count on Mark Ingram. He's a he's a great running back, and I think he's somebody that you can rely on to at least get you 15 a game. I think the way that they're going to utilize him, uh, I think he's definitely a start a starting candidate every week. Um, and then the sit him, I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette. Uh, he only had like five points this week. He and he was going against the Chiefs defense. It'll be interesting to see what he does down the stretch. Uh, he didn't finish the year off good. I know he's banged up quite a bit last year. Um, but he's just kind of one of those bruiser guys that he takes so many hits that I don't think he can stay healthy for a full year. You got to count on him missing a few games every year, and I don't know. I don't know if the there's enough weapons around him in Jacksonville that he's going to be able to shine as much. I think people still stack the box, especially now with G Minshew coming in. I don't see really anybody challenging that um, and making it to where people have to respect anything other than him. I know they've got. D.D. Westbrook, but still. Um, and then for my cut him, this might surprise some people after the week he had. Derrick Henry. I don't – I've never been able to see why he's always such a good pickup in fantasy because he's always up. His mountaintops are huge. He's like Everest up there whenever he scores big, but his valleys are very low. Um, he can go for 22 this week, and next week he might put up four. I just don't think he's somebody that you can rely on, especially in the Titans offense. They're just – they aren't intriguing to me. There's nothing about them that screams start him. Yeah, the the, Bron- the, uh, the Browns really, really struggled against yeah. him. I don't know. I don't know how much stock to put yeah. in that because I the Titans are just historically not very yeah. good. Or average. I mean, yeah. historically average. And Man, uh, the Browns, that's a whole nother, different conversation. Yeah. But yeah, Derrick Henry. Um, Who would have thought they would have been the flop? Give him another chance. I guess we were just They were the flop of the week. Yeah. 
Our they have so many weapons, long. but they have so many personalities. I was a little bit concerned yeah. about that. They brought it up. Yeah, I don't. I just think that might be too big of a job for Freddy Kitchens to manage. Yeah, I, they miss Greg the Bounty Hunter. They do. We need Malt Forty Freddy or Freddy Malt Forty. That's Freddy what Malt Forty. <laughs> I, I kind of like it, but um, yeah. So I just out of those three, I think Derrick Henry's the shakiest bet. But I would I would cut him if, between the three. So, but definitely if you have Derrick Henry, I would advise maybe moving to flex if you have a better option at running back. Maybe not this week, but later on down the road. Um. So. What about what about your stayaways? Who are some of your guys that you just don't see having a good week, and somebody you advise to put them on your bench just for this week? Um, I would say probably. I don't know if you have Matt Ryan on your uh, on your team. I would I would recommend staying away from him yeah, after the after matchup. the Falcons uh, collapse. I think that he's somebody that. Uh, I just don't know how much mileage he has left. That that game was really demoralizing for anybody yeah. who likes Matty Ice. So I would say... Uh, and I even had him as one of my uh, sure things last week. He was one of your death and stardoms. Yeah. yeah, they just really struggled. I think part of that's coaching. I think he may have lost him. Dan Quinn. Dan yeah. Quinn may have lost him. Yeah. Um, so for quarterback, this one might surprise you. He didn't have a good week last week. He's coming up against another pretty dang good defense this week. Aaron Rodgers. Play Minnesota this week, and I didn't have many high expectations coming in from Minnesota, but they're looking like Mike Zimmer might have them. He might have them going. He was on the hot seat initially. He was, but he's I think, climbing off. Yeah, of he it. saved himself that week. He's cooling uh, down. I don't. I don't think that he's going to have a great week. I think he'll, he'll be better than he was last week. But last week, what he had 12, 12 or thirteen, something like that. Now I think if he'll do, I think I'll put up fifteen to sixteen. But if you're counting on that to get you a win this week. You're going to need a lot of production from all your skill guys. And the quarterbacks can generally get you a pretty good number, but I don't think he's somebody that you can for sure count on this week. So, uh, What about your running backs? Who you got there? At stay away? Yeah, your stay away. I didn't know that this was a segment. I got start him, sit him, cut him, and I oh, have okay. sleepers and flops. Well, I didn't have any stay aways. Okay, well, uh, I'll just continue going. <laughs> yeah, you go for it. All right. Um, at my running back, I've got Kenyon Drake uh, going up against the New England defense. Pretty much anybody on the Dolphins at this point is a stay away, but Kenyon Drake still is their one bright spot, but they don't have an O-line anymore, and they're going up against a good defense. That that front's really good this year, I think. I have one. Who is it? Kyrion Johnson. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> I have him in, in, in my oil field league. He is he is playing uh, the Chargers this week though. Yeah, he they, might look a little bit better. They, guess, just, they, they just a, didn't go to him that much. I know that's that's what's most concerning about it. I mean, I think Matthew Bears got a pretty eye outlook on him. Looking at it right now, he's projected fourteen. Okay. I hope he hits it. I just hope. I hope my team just shows some signs of life. Otherwise, I'm just going to cash it in. The Lions make me nervous. We talked. Yeah. You talked about that last week. I, they, their tight end was who they targeted the most. I know that tight end had a lot of points yeah. for them. That's another waiver claim you could be on the lookout uh-huh. for. I picked him up in our league, and yeah, we were we were bashing on tight ends. A lot of tight ends scored points in yeah. week one. There That's, was a lot of good tight ends this week. That surprised me. There was multiple that hit twenty. A lot of double, like digits. at least five yeah. or six. Yeah. Um, wide receiver. Stay away. I got Stefan Diggs. Again, Green Bay's defense looks really good this year. 
and he only had five last week, so I just don't think I don't see him having a good week. Maybe unless they go to him again, but even they had an offensive explosion last week, and he only had five. So I think I think that Adam Thielen's by far the dominant force in that offense. And yeah. Him and Dalvin Cook, and I just don't think that there's many targets to go around for Stephon Diggs to be a good feature guy you want mm-hmm. as your star, starting wide receivers. And then at tight end, I got Austin Hooper. Uh, he had a good week last week, but I just think he's destined for a decline, especially against the Eagles. Yeah, and whose team? Yeah, whose yeah, team is on? Yeah. So, yeah, with that, what, who's your sleeper of the week? My sleeper of the week is Kyler Murray. Okay. I like the way that he played in that, in that second half. I really liked how he picked it up. I think that in the first half, Cliff was having him sit in the pocket, and that's just not really his. That's not really his game. No, he, He's got to get around and move. There was that Madden glitch that happened where the Jr. Sweezy tried to jump over him and got a face full of cross. Tackled his own guy. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah. The one that, tackled, that tackled Kyler. Yeah. Yeah. I just think you gotta you gotta trust him to move around out there, and he's gonna make bad decisions. Yeah, he's he a made a really bad that. decision. I think it was in the first half. He was maybe on the. Five or ten yard line and mm-hmm. scramble out of the pocket, throw it away, punt the ball, and he, he throws yeah. it and gets picked off. That was a bad decision, but it was his first NFL game. But uh, I like him this week. I think he the second half just really got me excited. And he plays against the Ravens. Yeah. Also, I want to bring up one point about Kyler. So if you we were watching the end of that game, uh-huh. Cliff looked like he was just happy they got out there with the tie. Yeah, he was thrilled and with the I don't, tie. I don't think that this is going to be a good matchup long term with Kyler and Cliff. I hope not. I want because Cliff out of there. Cliff was so happy to get that tie. He was all smiling, giving his GQ looks. Mm-hmm. And then there's Kyler. I mean, he's he's mad as all get out. He's like, you know, he came from OU. He expects to win. So, <laughs> yeah, I just I think the mentalities there don't really match up. I think as long as that offense is putting up numbers, I think Cliff could care less. So, all right. Well, for my sleeper, I also I've got DJ Moore. At uh, okay. Carolina, they're playing Tampa Bay this week. Tampa's trash. Um, those corners, trash. You think that Cam's got to throw it downfield, though? Okay, Cam's going to have a couple good games this year, and okay. I think this is one of them. I think Tampa Bay, they're not good. Bruce Arians has lost his magic from when he was at Arizona. I just, I think, I think Bruce he's Arians had magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But DJ Moore had 12 last week, and I think that's something he can build off of. They are playing L.A., so definitely kind of performed against a good team. I heard he had the case of the dropsies and the fumble rooskies, but uh, I think that he can get it together, and I think that he's going to have a decent week this week. Maybe not somebody you want to start as like your wide receiver one or two, but maybe give some consideration to his flex. I think he's going he's gonna to do pretty good this week, I think. Okay. And then who's your waiver wire out of the week? Another OU. Man, I feel like a homer. I usually am not, but I like Mark Andrews off the waiver wire. Dude. Like, tied in for the Ravens. He got targeted quite a bit. and He did. You don't get 100 yards by by accident. No, they obviously he's going to be. Especially at a tight end. He's going to be a critical part of that yeah. offense. Hollywood was a little bit skewed because he wasn't on the field for a no, lot of snaps. That's one guy you could take a flyer on. Yeah, because he's he's just a big play guy. Mark mm-hmm. Andrews is on the field a lot of snaps. He got a lot of targets. Caught caught quite a few. How many balls did he catch? Uh, let me go look it up real quick. Yeah, it doesn't. I guess it really doesn't matter a whole doesn't lot. Doesn't matter. But, but uh, he had a he had a great week. So I like him off the waiver wire mm-hmm. this week. If 
you know, tight ends I feel like are making a comeback. Oh, so yeah. so he's somebody that if you didn't think you got a good tight end in the draft, you could steal one right there off the waiver wire. And he had eight receptions last week. So that's eight. Oh that my boats very well. He's almost a double digits in yeah. a PPR league without mm-hmm. if he would have caught all those for zero yards, he's that's eight points. Yeah, wow. exactly. But yeah, I think if you look at guys that you want to pick up on the waiver, you look you gotta look at those guys that are getting high you like high volume of targets because those are the guys that are going to make you dividends because exactly. eventually they're going to convert on those mm-hmm. unless they have Demarius Thomas hands but yeah I think that's your boy yeah he is uh, poor guy he got traded to the Jets yeah he's his career went to die that's he he'll just he'll just he's basically on hospice in his football career yeah, right now it's any day now he shouldn't have he shouldn't have re-signed with the with the Patriots I think he should have just came home to the Broncos have a nice little retirement year I mean, he can he can have be a good Peyton dude. throw one more pass to him in a pregame. <laughs> yeah. They can both retire as Broncos and ride into the sunset. He's not long for this league. He's not. He had a good career though. Great Give career. He was he was gr- when I had it, the first year, oh, first year or two, I had him on my fantasy team oh, and yeah. loved him. Yeah. Whenever Peyton was in his prime and he was in his, there was it was hard to stop him. He was definitely one of the top five or six guys you could have a receiver. Uh, and then my waiver wire target of the week. So I have him in our league. I actually drafted him, but I looked it up, and before last week, or I guess before like waivers were active this week, he was only owned in seventy percent of the leagues. Wow. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, which he had thirty five last week, had eight catches on like twelve targets. Yeah, he was on your bench, wasn't he? Yeah, that <laughs> that also would have made sense. I'm not making that mistake again. I think he's going to be a pretty big part of the offense. And would that have been enough to win if you would have started him? Would that have been no, 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 no it wouldn't have been enough. But it would have made it look better. Okay, I wouldn't have finished last in points. Yeah, Daniel week. would be in last yeah. instead of you. Yeah, there's a lot of. But then again, Clay had uh, he had Hollywood on his bench, so you can play the what if game all week. But the point is, I didn't start him. I made a bad ownership decision, but nobody would have expected that he was going to go off. So sometimes you got to take your bumps, figure it out along the way. It's week one, so give me give me two weeks to to feel my team out, and see what I want to do with them. After that, I think I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And then who's your flop of the week? My I'm doing the team, and you're doing a player. Yeah, you're correct? Doing the That's team how we do that. Player. My flop of the week. I've hinted at it the entire time. I think the Atlanta Falcons playing against the Philadelphia Eagles is my flop of the week. I think there's there's three reasons that are going to contribute to this. Uh, Matt Ryan, I, I believe, is on the downfall of his career. Um, I think that it's starting to go downhill for Matty Ice. I think Dan Quinn's a bad coach. I think actually there's four reasons. Going to throw it in. Julio Jones is 30 years old. That guy was a legend, but I'm afraid he's starting to go down. Yeah. I feel like the Falcons are just getting kind of old. Yeah, all together. Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did try to trade for him this week. So. so I think it's time for that. <laughs> and another thing that factored into my decision, I looked it up. Doug Peterson against the Falcons, the three games he's played, 3-0. and Dude, Doug's got, the, Doug's got the Dirty Birds number. He's a good coach. Doug Peterson. There's a lot of bird-on-bird bird matchup this week. There's Falcons, Falcons-Eagles, uh, Ravens-Cardinals, uh, mm-hmm. and then... Yeah, that's it, I guess. How many more birds are there in the NFL? Let's see, there's the Seahawks. I think that's it. Yeah, but still, four out of the five bird teams. We're going to get our, our friends who are jerks are going to look up and find a team that's a bird and rip uh, us in the group text probably. later. Or they're going to say that 
a steel or a brown is really a, a bald eagle or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Idiots. <laughs> My flop of the week. He was prime time on Monday night. Tyrell Williams out of Oakland. Okay. Uh, he torched the Broncos. He had twenty two fantasy points this week, and uh, I don't see that happening against Kansas City. I don't think that. Granted, it was the Broncos' first. It was Vic, Vic Fangio's first uh, first game as head coach, and I think part of that had to do with the new scheme. And we're missing a linebacker. We're mi- we're missing a corner in that game. So yeah, but we, the Broncos are still better than the Chiefs on defense. <laughs> we didn't show it last week. I don't have any confidence in the Chiefs. What the Jags? The Jags lit us up for nineteen. Yeah. That's uh, a lot for the Jags. I just think he's. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be the same impact that he had this week. I think he's okay, going to flop a little bit. Fair enough. Uh, I think I did like what I saw out of Josh Jacobs a little bit. Now, he, he does need to get those uh, yard per carries up a little bit because I think at the end of the game, he's only averaging like 3.5 a carry, which really isn't that good for the volume that he had. But he had two touchdowns. So, as long as your guy's getting touchdowns, who cares? Uh, so, yeah, that's my flop of the week. So, uh what were your takeaways about the uh, the fantasy league this week outside of Seth sucked? I think that, man, right now I'm thinking it's Zach's league to lose. I think Zach's he's, really good. He put up 163 he's got a good this team. week. Who's um, Let's see. Let's take a look at what he's got on his team. Oh, well, for all for once he's got he's got Alvin Kamara and Eckler. So wow, very very good team. Um, Clay's also really good. That was kind of a surprise. Yeah, he, um, he even though in, in all fairness to Clay, he's consistently pretty good. Last year was definitely an outlier. Hey, can we just say something? Garrick put up one forty something at a loss. I got a few things. To, I got a few things on notes on Garrick here. Two so, of his players put up sixty combined points. Yeah, he can't ride that every yeah, week. Yeah, and and the other guys were just absolutely yeah, terrible. He just lucked into getting uh, Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. So after this pod aired last week, I'm gonna this this is gonna be about a three minute segment dedicated okay, to Gary. Go right ahead. Last week after this podcast aired, we talked about the lack of fantasy talent that Arkansas has produced. Garrick's a huge <laughs> Garrick's a huge inbred Arkansas fan. He loves them. He starts oh, rattling off a list of players in the NFL that are that, that are from the Razorbacks. He throws out Jeremy Sprinkle. <laughs> first and, of all, I've never heard of the guy. And at first I thought, oh man, I've never heard of this guy. I, I had a blunder on the podcast. <laughs> I look him up. Not, he has eight receptions. How many? Eight receptions. Not bad, rookie? right? Last game? No, he's been in the league for three years. What are you doing, Garrick? Eight You're... receptions in three years. And Garrick has the audacity when I give him the stat to tell me to give him time. Give him a couple years. A half a decade to hit <laughs> yeah. your stride? What the heck? five-year jump? He with, threw with out, what is it about Arkansas fans that they can tell you every little practice squad player that's made it to the NFL? When you're not that, winning games in college, I guess you got to rely on practice squad players. Yeah, because there's no Arkansas I'm fans. yelling, but I'm worked up. Eight receptions? Oh, my goodness. And then he also he threw out a defensive player. That's I had that. I had that next. So we talked about fantasy production. Unless <laughs> Trey Flowers is like a one-man defense, there's not a lot of fantasy production in tackles in most leagues. <laughs> so I don't know why he was throwing out a defensive player. Um, that was beyond me. And then uh, another one, I'm going to start a what-are-you-doing, Garrick, segment of the week. 
<laughs> Derek's best option at flex is Peyton Barber. Yeah, I saw of that. Of the Bucks. I saw that. Oh, my. And currently, he's in his lineup right now. Now, I'm not trying to give Garrick advice, but he's got everybody's favorite assault guy, Antonio Brown, on his bench. If he decides to go with Peyton Barber, <laughs> I'm going to help you out, Garrick. You should probably play Antonio Brown over Peyton Barber or anybody else, any receiver or running back on there. <laughs> so that's my third point. I got one more point on Garrick. He's got two kickers. He's got 50-year-old Adam Vinatieri on his bench. He's stashing Vinatieri on his bench. Oh, my god! He has, he has Harrison Butker as for the Chiefs you as a starting kicker. kicker. Why? Uh, it's free pickups. Why are you stashing a 50-year-old kicker on your bench? I don't know. When there's these guys that are good after the first week that you can pick up, this is the week to get on the waiver wire. Oh, yeah. This week is a <laughs> big hard. And instead, he's wasting roster spots for 50-year-old washed-up kickers who missed how many field goals did Vinatieri miss? Two, three? Oh, yeah, at least. I, that Terrible move. That's my what are you thinking we yeah. and I've that segment I think is is going to reminds me. Catch I think I have them in another league. I need to go drop them. Pick that up may have been more than three minutes, but <laughs> Garrick, I tell you what, <laughs> thanks for wishing me happy birthday today, Garrick. That was a really nice text. But what oh, are yeah, you it's, doing? It's in the fantasy? birthday pod. Uh, but anyway, one uh, one thing about Garrick, he also threw out Hunter Henry. Whatever Garrick says must just be bad luck for Arkansas fan or Arkansas players. Hunter Henry. Has a fractured or a broken kneecap. He's a big kneecap. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. He's sliding in the knee Him injuries Yelich. left and right. Him and yeah. The baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what are you going to do? That's his tight end, too. So he's got to find something to do there. Have he, fun in the loss column, Garrick. Was I the only one that hit up the waiver wire this week? I got my first two picks this week. I picked up the Texans defense because they were playing against the Jags. See, I picked up the Ravens defense this week because yeah. I'm not riding that Broncos train wreck ever again. <laughs> I tried it for one week, and I learned my lesson. Yeah, don't underestimate Gruden. Yeah, don't the, underestimate. the rule for that. Man, did you see how happy Gruden was taking a lap? Oh, he, was, he, like, was, he was galloping over to the oh, stands. Yeah, and it, it was like the nice little lineman run that I used to master <laughs> in high school. Whenever McKee say, oh, we're back, ready, go. <laughs> you, just, you just bounce your belly and make it look like you're running hard. I, I was, man, Gruden was so happy. It had to do, I know you don't like Gruden, and I know you're a huge Broncos fan, but part of you had to, it did your heart happy to see Gruden. He was so excited. He was running around out there just will, having the time of his life. I will say, part of me felt okay about the Raiders, just in the fact that they were wanting it because they wanted to shut A.B. up, because A.B. Mm-hmm. thought that he could just trash the place, leave it burning, they'd never won a game, and... Then he'd go get whatever we wanted all along, go to New England. Well, now he's got a rape violate, rape allegation. So. Three. Three? Yep. Oh, three. I, I stand corrected. Send my apologies to the Brown family. <laughs> yeah, he's, oh man, that's just a disaster. Anything that Antonio Brown touches turns to allegation. It does. He's, Vontae's really put some CTE in him. He hadn't been the same since that hit in the playoffs in 2015. He's just an odd guy. There's a lot of guys in the NFL that are odd guys, but they're fun to watch, so we tolerate it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much more I could tolerate him, though. Here's what's funny. We we made a comment last week about how the same three or four guys are always bottom feeders in fantasy. Did they have the highest point totals this week or something? No. Uh, uh, four guy, All four guys that we mentioned as being bottom feeders, I won't go into them. But they represent, four out of the five represent six through nine. 
There's a six through wow. nine teams. They all lost. All the teams that we say were consistent bottom feeders lost. So <laughs> yeah. I don't. We sometimes we get some trash talked on us about our takes, but that take seemed to be spot on because all four teams we mentioned lost. That's you know, no coincidence. In all the years that I've known all you guys, I've always gotten trash talked on me. I just let it. I just let it go away because I know I know what's going to happen in the end. But yeah. Those guys, they deserve all the trash talk coming towards them this week. I do too, but I'm just going to let it bounce off like, like rubber bullets. Um, yeah. And we even got the win probability of my game set at 50%, so my boys come out and show out, we got a chance. I told you this. Seth versus Robert this week, two 0-1 teams. Whoever loses that. This is like Bears Broncos. hitting the panic button, but it might be time to get concerned yeah. if you go to 0-2. Yeah, this is Bear, This is like Bears-Broncos, 2-0-1 teams. The Broncos thought they were going to be better with Vic Fangio. Trubisky still sucks, but that defense is really good. Trubisky's I mean, awful. Yeah. Oh, we can talk about that a little bit. So, uh, you guys haven't seen our project, our, like, our picks. We went through every single team and their schedule, picked off what, what games we thought they were going to win and whatnot. We went 12-4 and four on the week. That sounds pretty good. That's pretty good. 16 games, that's pretty good. picking 12 of them right. Pretty good. No, we weren't going against the spread. That'd be a little interesting if we found the spreads went week to week. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll just pick them straight up. Yeah. A lot of those games we picked were straight up though, like Bills and who mm-hmm. the Bills, Bills Jets. Bills Jets. Baby. That's a pick 'em game. Yeah. Like who cares? Yeah. So. So yeah, we. Had, it was a good. It was a good first week. Well, it was a memorable first week. There was lots of points scored. Mm-hmm. There was uh, definitely a lot of heartbreak. Especially on my end. The Broncos just let me down. I don't understand it. I don't know why I always get hope, get myself up on it, and the next thing you know, we lose. Like last year, we started 3-1. and one. The year before that, we start 4-0. and oh. we just, There's no winning to be a Broncos fan. You, like It's like you win the Super Bowl, now you get the pit of misery for 20 years. So uh, hopefully that's not the case. But Something that's also interesting, in the top five, five the five teams that won this week, Three of them were past champions. Wow. How about it? One and two, both are past champions. Clay and Zach. I want to say back-to-back years, Clay and Zach played each other in the finals. Yeah. And they, and they alternated, went both, each of them won mm-hmm. once. We've had, we've been, this is our sixth year? This is. This is our sixth, sixth year. year. Winners were Zach, Clay, Garrick. By some miracle. Daniel, what? There is a God, people. Garrick won Fantasy League. <laughs> Garrick, Daniel, and myself. Um, that's tough. I just want to ask you a question. How did you lose to Garrick in the Super Bowl that year? I actually distinctly remember this. I was in <laughs> Washington whenever this happened. Uh-huh. I was on Christmas vacation. We're going into the last week of, of... It was week 17. It's like December 29th. And here I am. I'm hoping Todd Gurley is just going to score me points. All I needed from him was like 20 points to win the game. Couldn't get it. it. It was heartbreaking. Man, and he's the worst kind of winner, too. He is. He'll rub it in your face. For he doesn't the, win much. We're going to be at somebody's funeral in 50 years, and he's going to be saying, Hey, Seth, remember when I beat you in fantasy in uh, 2012 or 2014, whatever it was? About all G wins these days are hot dog eating contests. He didn't win those anymore. He lost no, that to Cooper. He lost to a 13-year-old yeah. or 14-year-old. Garrick, you're on your decline. Yeah. Newsflash. Anyways, with that, I think we're done.
I don't got enjoyable pod this week. It was. I assume we're gonna get some backlash. Oh, I know we are. Garrick's gonna be digging into teams' practice squads to find guys that thought about going to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I look forward to some run-on sentences. Oh, bottles yeah. from Be- him. Because he's not talking to professors or doctors or no. an employer. So. He just makes it really hard to read. <laughs> yeah. I guess Harding doesn't teach that. Well, he's only been there for three weeks now. Maybe they'll teach him some punctuation. It's still in Arkansas. That's true. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we will be back next week. Next Tuesday or Wednesday. One of the two. So, uh, until then, hopefully your fantasy week went good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah.